everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Successful Women's TV Show on Everyday Woman TV. My name is Galit Ventura Rosen. I am a professional speaker and I am co-founder of Everyday Woman TV. As you know, tuning in every week and thank you for doing that. One of my favorite things to do is spotlight women from all over the world that are doing amazing things. Today, I am excited to share with you that we have Jessica joining us. Welcome, Jessica. Hi, thank you for having me. All the way from Philadelphia. Woohoo! Yes. Part of the show that I get to interview people from all over the world. So I'm going to share a little bit about Jessica and we'll jump right in. Today I'm excited that we're going to be talking about a topic we actually have not discussed on my show yet. And the topic is the deeper issues behind emotional eating. So let's go. Obviously, her bio will not do her justice, but I'm going to try my best. I'm excited today to have Jessica Prosini from Philadelphia. She is a board-certified holistic health counselor and owner and founder of Escape from Emotional Eating. Jessica is on a mission to help high-achieving women, which we have lots of those watching, heal the roots of their emotional eating. When Overeaters Anonymous and therapy weren't enough to help her and her fight with food, she spent 10 years in research before developing her signature healing framework, Escape from Emotional Eating, which has helped women reclaim their power over food. Now that she's been 100% free from her compulsions with food for over five years, Jessica helps female entrepreneurs and executives do the same at escapefromemotionaleating.com. I'm excited to talk about this. Yay. I would love to start with some of these words that you're using because I think they're so powerful. So the first thing I'd love to jump into in before we start giving some tips to those watching and listening is why the word escape? Mm. So uh, escape is such an important word and the emotional eating experience, because that is ultimately what you are trying to do when you're using food as a coping mechanism, is you're trying to escape, escape what you feel, escape the situation, escape a sense of feeling hopeless or like you can't change what's going on in your life. Um, so it's kind of like a little bit of an oxymoron in the sense that we're seeking to escape, but using food to get there. And the path of healing is actually building the sense of resilience and emotional fitness to be able to stay present, to stay in our bodies and make choices and decisions that are truly in alignment with our highest good. Jessica, you're using some of my favorite words today. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Alignment, control, escape, and really mm -hmm. recognizing that something like food can have that kind of effect on someone. And those people that do not have an issue with food, if it's overeating or undereating, because that's obviously a thing too, and allowing food to control you, it might be a little bit more challenging to understand yeah. these challenges yeah. that those that do have, even though I 
believe in some shape or form, most people do have, even if it's small. But when you are working with your clients and you're helping them gain back control over and really look at their emotions, what type of things, and of course, it's just an overview. It's a lot more than this. But what right. type of things are you working on with them to help them escape that? Yeah. So the first thing and the first step that I take with all of my clients is this phase called building emotional fitness. So this is all about building that internal resilience and having healthier tools to move out of that hypervigilant, stressed out, fight, flight, freeze state and, and literally move their nervous system into a rest, restore, rejuvenate state. Right from the get-go, when they start to recognize that that they have other options besides reaching for food because a lot of women who strive for excellence but are using food in that self-destructive way will kind of get in this black and white thinking, feeling like food is the only thing that works to help them take the edge off when that's just mm -hmm. not true. So starting to really build them, um, that inner resilience to be able to recognize that they can literally turn the switch on and off when it comes to their stress or feeling their feelings and they don't have to lean on food to get there. That's the very first step that we take and this came from my own journey of really being so knowledgeable and even certified in integrative nutrition and just continuing to feel trapped in the emotional eating cycle. And later on down the road, realizing that it's called emotional eating because emotions and emotional energy are a major part of the experience. So if we want to be free, if you want to be free, we have to manage the emotional energy and intense energy so that we're not feeling like a victim to them. And most of all, we're not feeling like this saturated sponge looking for a way to release and relieve ourselves that we have tools in our pocket that are easy, they're practical, they work to start chipping away and taking the edge off in a healthier way. So let's go back a little because that was all such wonderful information. I want to break it down. Restore, tell me the four R's. Rejuvenate. Am Rest, I remembering? Rest, restore, rejuvenate. Rest, restore, rejuvenate. Okay, great. I, you know how it is. We always remember the, the first thing and the last thing we have to get at the grocery store. Yes. Restore, re rest, rest, rejuvenate, restore. Rest, rejuvenate, yes. restore. I want to say that a few times because I think that's such a key. And the other thing that you said that I thought was so important to point out again is emotions. So I'd like to go into that first and foremost, those that are listening and watching recognize that this is not going to be the one for all that's going to more than likely help you pass this. But we want this to be a beginning of a recognition of an awareness. Okay. Right. And then it's time to reach out to an expert like Jessica that can help you with the process through the journey so you don't have to do it on your own. And I'm a very big believer in that. 
someone that loves to work with people that are experts in their area for the things that I myself have challenges in. But let's talk about emotions. Mm-hmm. A lot of what we're talking about, sometimes people will go, oh, it's not a big deal. I'm just wanting to eat a bag of Oreos or I'm wanting to restrict my calories, whatever it might be. It could be one, the other, both, doesn't matter. Just as an example, I'm sharing some ideas here that people are challenged with. And they go, oh, what's the big deal? But what I like that you're bringing up is you're going deep. You're going deeper. And that's why it's called deeper. That's yeah. our our topic, right? The deeper issues behind emotional eating. So on the surface, we've got this thing that we're doing, which is grabbing something. And by the way, there's nothing wrong with having cookies. I love cookies. Right. This is the fact that it's controlling you. Control right. is the word, right, Jessica, that mm-hmm. we're using? Control, feeling a sense of of powerlessness, Powerlessness. feeling compelled. So compulsion is different than cravings in the sense that when we feel compelled to do something, we can have this split experience of, oh, I know I shouldn't be doing this. Right. But we find ourselves gravitating or doing the thing anyway. Yeah. So that's different than, ooh, I have a hankering for pizza, right? That's like, like I will be okay if I don't have pizza. Um, so it's a bit like cravings are more mild where compulsions are, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I can't like, you know, do a U-turn or go in a different direction or try a different thing, that's where it becomes compulsory. And that's where it is an issue. But when it comes to that, oh, this isn't that big of a deal. What I can say is that you can only say that so many times. And there is a a specific timeline to where your body will object to that thinking, where your body or where your mind is saying, oh, what's the big deal? And your body is saying, like, listen to me, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. This is not okay. And it's making that choice to honor that inner knowing of, I can't keep doing this. I, like I can't keep doing this, and and to actually seek out the change that that we all desire. I would also think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because you're the expert. That it's also it also possibly could be associated with obsessive thoughts. So, mm-hmm. for example, if I wake up in the morning and the first thing I say in the morning is, "Today I'm not going to eat like this." Most of us don't wake up in the morning and have a thought like that. We wake up in the morning, we brush our teeth, we get ready for work. We don't even think about it until our tummy goes, oh my gosh, I'm hungry. I probably should eat, right? Because we get busy. It's not even on purpose. And then we grab whatever it is we have for breakfast. Is that fair to say? Yes, so much so that uh, about the fourth step in my phase and process with my clients is what I call clearing out the mental junk food. So- what differentiates emotional eating from, oh, just eat healthier and work out is that there is such a big mental and emotional component that it doesn't really matter how healthy you eat or how much you exercise. If you don't address the underlying emotional behaviors and mental patterns, 
freedom will always remain elusive. That's why in my work with my clients, we are getting into the mental aspects and starting to rewire certain things so that we have that healthier mindset. We are more um, a team with our bodies and ourselves rather than enemies. And it's just really important, I, I think, for anyone, whether they have issues with food or not, to improve their mental health no matter what. In the same way that we give so much time and energy and attention to our physical health, we really need to be giving more time, energy, and attention to our emotional health and our mental health. Because if not, we will use substances like food or sex or a sex or excessive shopping or drugs or alcohol. And we will use substances as a way to try to cope when we actually really need to be building healthier coping mechanisms. Agreed. Agreed. Jessica, quick question. Would you say that a sugar addiction, or I don't like love that word, but you understand what I mean, a sugar concern where you can't get enough sugar in a day and you're craving sugar. And it's also one of those things where you wake up in the morning, you're like, today, I'm not going to have sugar. Do mm -hmm. you, you put that underneath this umbrella as well? Yes. And when it comes to food and food addictions and the, just the cyclical pattern that we can be tr literally trapped in when it comes to emotional eating, there is that physical component of what ingesting and, and literally it does to our bodies biochemically. And then there is the mental and the emotional component. And I believe, and this is why we address both in, in the work that I do with my clients, that we need to be looking at both of those okay. because they it's the whole person. It's not just, oh, I need so to everything. We're not just So we're not just trying to help people with this one problem and they're good. What's happening again is we're going deeper. All right, right, let's look at what's happening in your life. Let's look at what's happening in your professional life. What are the causes that are possibly underlying that are causing you to emotionally eat whatever it might be, whatever way, yeah. whatever it might be. It could be sugar. It could just be overeating. It could be undereating. There's something there that you're trying to control and I love that you look at the emotions, especially as women. Yes. Viewers pretty much being all women that we are emotional beings. We love deeply. We hurt deeply. It's what it is. So I love that you keep bringing up the emotional piece of this. And I think more than anything, I want to share that someone like you that has personal experience as well as professional experience as well as accredited experience is absolutely qualified to dive deep into the emotion the the meaning behind the emotional eating so then you could help somebody for the long term not just a quick band-aid right 
Exactly. That's what I am all about. I am not here for a quick fix. And you were alluding to it and saying, speaking to it earlier that, you know, this one interview is not necessarily going to set someone free, but it is going to start chipping away and looking beneath the surface, which is exactly what we have to do if we want to truly experience freedom when it comes to our relationship with food and our bodies. Perfect. Jessica, I want to thank you so much. This has been such a great start to the conversation to a topic that I think is not spoken about enough. Thankfully, it's become more and more common to talk about it openly. So I appreciate you talking about this openly. And anybody that's watching or listening, we're going to have Jessica share where you can get a hold of her, how you can contact her. Please reach out to her to learn more about how you can take back control of your emotional eating. Jessica, please share that with everyone. Yes, I know we're wrapping up here and we have so much to get to. So I want to share for everyone who's listening, if anything that we talked about really resonates with you, I recommend you go over to my website, innerwork.me, where there is a free self-assessment to get to the four roots of emotional eating. So you can take that self-assessment. It's literally two to five minutes. And at the end of it, your results will give you the most activated root of emotional eating. And this came out of 10 years of my professional research. And once you get your results, you'll receive a really great beginner's guide of how to start working with this route. So I highly recommend you go to innerwork.me, take the self-assessment, let's get to the roots of what's going on and really hit the core so that you can be free. 